Welcome back, everybody, to Jedi Eternal for episode 25. I am your co-host today, Braxton Taylor, here with your other co-host, Andrew the Punisher Bolin. (laughs) (laughs) First thing I come into, I'm trying to prepare for the podcast, and I'll say, Dad, can I have my iPad back? And it's like, what's your room look like over there? No, I didn't act like that, but I thought that was pretty funny. I'm like, hey, he's the Punisher over here. He's taking taking iPads away and everything, so... You, you got to do what you got to do, you know? Well, you know, that's right. Discipline. Right? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Andrew, how are you doing today? You know, I'm doing quite well. How are you doing? Good. I'm glad to be back. Baby, yeah. I'm back. I, I have to say, you were greatly missed last week, and I'm sure <laughs> yeah. everyone else thought so as well when they, oh, when they had to hear me rant by myself. Uh, for 37 minutes. That was 30, impressive. 37 minutes I talked. That and, was impressive. And to yeah. those that know me, including you, you know, yeah. I, I don't really talk that much, and so... Yeah. Uh, to be able to do it continuously for 37 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I was impressed. Um, I was impressed. Was was pretty big for me. So <laughs> yeah, well, big hand of uh, applause to you. Oh, thank that you. Was, thank that you, was great. Thank you. Um, I got bored about 20 minutes into it, but it was really. Not- <laughs> I'm just kidding. Jk. Jk. No, I don't blame you. JK, it's not LOL. the same. It's not the same. No, and I, I mean, and I think everyone can agree. No, it would that. be the same thing for me too. I yeah, mean, it, it, the communication between the two of us is what I think makes this work yeah, and makes 100%. it what it is. And so when it's just one of us, it's not the same. But, you know, we had just decided there was there was too much news and rumors out there, and we had already canceled multiple times. Yeah, We didn't want it to, to go to waste, and so we just wanted to provide something. I'm sorry if you hear my dog. Like, who gave this dog a squeaky toy when we're recording a podcast? Sage is, is uh, currently um, squeaking her toy. I'm just going to take this from her real quick. Yeah, 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 whatever. So anyway, uh, no, it's good to be back. Um, like I said, the problem with our lives is that we have... Have way too many responsibilities <laughs> and so uh, because of that uh, we have uh, a lot of obligations to do outside of this so sometimes unfortunately we we some one of us can't make it or you know whatever so and unfortunately yeah. it's probably gonna be times like that in the future as well but well, yeah and you know <laughs> I mean we've been pretty vocal about the fact that you know we do have other things that we right. we do and so um, unfortunately this is not full-time job for either yeah. one of us and so um you know, it is what it is. Sometimes right. we're going to have to cancel because of uh, other events and such. I and mean, we're both heavily involved in our churches and mm-hmm. different things. So, right. But um, yeah, it. I. I hope there's not very many times where we have to do it by ourselves like that because <laughs> right. it's, it's just not near as enjoyable. Yeah, and um, <laughs> let's. I want to throw this out here. Um, Andrew did this by himself last week, and uh, I. One thing we kind of thought about, and we'd like to get your guys' input. Uh, guys and gals, I guess your input on this is uh, instead of just doing like a podcast recording, because that's the thing, like Drew didn't even, we didn't even name this like a, a, an actual episode. Like this is the right. subsequent episode from last time we spoke. Yeah. But, so my point is like, if you guys want to, would you be interested in like he and I, we'd be in different locations, but trying to do like just like a short like Facebook live video where we join together. Yeah. That's something we thought about doing. Yeah. Um, so let us know if you'd be more interested in that rather than just one of us speaking on the podcast. Right, right. So. And and we, you know, we actually had great success with our our first and uh, final one we've done live video right. on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. We had a lot of people turn out for it, lots of responses. Um, and so we definitely want to do more of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, for sure. And, and then depending on how much you guys want that, you know, we can, of course, make that happen sooner. So. Agreed. So anyway, so if you guys uh, want to, please comment on this on the post for this episode when you get it on Saturday and let us know about that. But without any further ado, we're going to get back into our regularly scheduled program here. We're going to get into our news. Um, we have two news stories and then we have like 
16 rumors. So <laughs> not really, but it's pretty close. No, we have like six, yeah. I think. Anyway, but we're going to get into this. Uh, the very first news story for the week is kind of something that we already sort of kind of knew. We danced around, but it's been talked about so much that we kind of just want to, to, to flesh this out completely right here, right now. Yeah. Um, and that is the High Republic pro- like writing project uh, will be directly connected to the sequel trilogy in actually various multiple different ways. So uh, Drew actually talked about something last week um, that he can refresh our memories on here in just a moment if he wants. Uh, but one of the main things this week that's kind of come out and a lot of people have been talking about is the connection of the Santeca family. Yeah. Um, and and, and uh, unbeknownst to me, this is actually something that kind of came out when they very first announced it. I guess it just kind of <laughs> slipped my radar. I didn't catch that, but, uh, but they apparently did. But... Um, just to get a little like excerpt here from, uh, oh, who said this? Charles Soule actually said this. He said, The Santeca clan has become a dynasty at the forefront of technologies and techniques uh, that let Chancellor Lena So's great galactic republic continue to expand safely to new areas. Overseen by Scions Marlin and Velas Santeca, the clan operates in close conjunction with the republic and becomes a crucial uh, to its response to the great disaster. But the Santecas have a secret. Their rise did not come without a cost. So, how does that connect with uh, the sequel trilogy? If you guys remember, uh, in episode 7, Force Awakens, the very first person we see is that old man. um, And he is actually uh, Lure Santeca. And so, that is his family. Um, So, that's going to be interesting to see how, how that all ties in. And because uh, we know that Lore Santeca was kind of like a mystic, he he yeah, helped he Luke was, uh, and things like that. He was part of the Church of the Force or whatever they. Call, I don't know if that's what they called yeah. it. They called it something, something else, similar yeah. like that. But uh, yeah, so this was uh, mentioned previously uh, quite a while ago, when, uh, around when the High Republic was first talked about. Uh, but it seems to just be kind of people are are just now kind of catching on to the <laughs> right. fact that the Santecas were mentioned. Yeah, and. Uh, I love stuff like this. I think this oh, is yeah. what's going to be cool about the High Republic yeah. is to see, you know, somebody we know um, from the sequel trilogy. That family, you know, is mm-hmm. going to be in in the High Republic. You know, it's still a a, a line of of people. You know, right. a, a tree, and so it's going to be cool uh, to see that stuff. And to, and I'm sure there's going to be more than that. We know Sanastaros from um, from the Star Wars comics. Mm-hmm. Um, her one of her great ancestors is going to be in it as well and so it's just cool to see those connections yeah and i i'm a hundred percent in agreement with that um because whether you love or hate the sequel trilogy i do love the efforts that that disney slash star wars has been making recently to connect everything right yeah everything that they publish has some kind of connection with something else you know whether the the uh you know the sequel trilogy is connected with the higher public or the prequels are somehow connected to or uh, you know prequel slash original trilogy is connected to the clone wars or whatever it may be right whatever mm-hmm. medium i just love that they're trying to connect everything and it just kind of gives this like closely knit relevancy to uh, everything that is Star Wars you know yeah, what I'm saying because right. um, I do think, think that over the past decade that's something that Star Wars has kind of been missing out on is the, all the connection because like okay you have the original saga uh, that uh, as in movies and you have Clone Wars same universe but it just feels kind of uh, adjunct or whatever the right word is you know it doesn't feel like it's connected but yeah. over the years they've really been making steps to connect everything and i i really appreciate that i think it's pretty cool so yep, absolutely well, let's move on to our next story yep um and this is uh if you guys caught the episode or well the the special <laughs> short <laughs> whatever, whatever you want to call it news update uh, <laughs> update uh 
I talked a little bit about how they were going to be revealing um, Tales from the Galaxy Edge. They're going to be <laughs> having a reveal trailer. Well, the reveal trailer has came out. Uh, for those of you that don't know, this is a VR game. It's from the same people who made uh, Vader Immortal. Uh, I'm a big fan of Vader Immortal. It was mm-hmm. very good. And so this is going to be kind of in the same uh, gameplay style where you're kind of... It's 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 interactive, but it's not like super interactive. It's a, it's a narrative, but yeah, yeah, you can it, kind of... Look around and interact with right, objects. Right, right. You're gonna nature. you're yeah. going to have some interactive interaction there, but it's it's very movie type, you mm-hmm. know. And so uh, this is, but this is gonna be focused on Galaxy's Edge, which mm-hmm. of course is the theme park in um, in uh, Disney World and Disneyland. And there, from what I understand, it's going to allow you to kind of be at the park. You're gonna kind of see. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. Yeah. And so that's gonna be really cool for those that can't be there, like us. Yeah, like us, unfortunately. <laughs> who has not has not been there yet. <laughs> right. Um yeah. and uh and so I'm I'm really excited about it. The trailer doesn't show a whole lot. No, yeah. Uh, but it does show you kind of walking through like this cantina mm-hmm. and um of course that'll be cool and being able to just kind of uh, interact with the the people there and and oh, yeah. Bobby Monahan from <laughs> SNL yeah. is uh, the bartender yeah. and uh, it, he's just great in anything he does and yeah. so I'm sure that will be a great character. Well, I I just I, I watched the uh, the reveal um, little trailer whatever you want to call it uh, the reveal video for it just a little bit ago before the podcast um, just get caught up on everything and and yeah it was just funny because like he's he's a hilarious guy right and. He, he was on SNL, so that's all they ever do is improvise and things of that nature. Yeah. So they just told him, like, hey, just here's this one line, go off of this. Yeah. And then they talked about him, like, reading a book or whatever and, like, you know, just, like, making snide comments at, like, different... I mean, it's just... It's going to be funny. It's going to be great. Yeah. And the cool thing is that, you know, not every interactable character may be that interactable, uh, but uh, but it'll be cool because there's going to be so many little things like that that's going to add, you know, depth to the world. Yeah, and, stuff. and I think uh, one thing I'm very interested to see is just what the story is going to tell, oh, what yeah, their plan absolutely. is uh, as far as, as the story, what... Because I don't know that they've revealed a whole lot with that, and maybe I've just I missed it. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not real sure on the story or the timeline either. Yeah. Uh, and again, that I've not done tons of research on this yet, so that that may be out there. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if it's set kind of near everything else with the park, as right. far as like kind of in the Resistance time, right, right there. You know, it, I wouldn't be surprised. Last Jedi either. and Rise of Skywalker, but uh, either way, I think it's going to be cool, and I'm I'm really looking forward to playing it when it comes out. Yeah, absolutely, and it just gives me another great excuse to get a, uh, uh, what is it, Oculus Quest. Um, I want one very bad. <laughs> yeah, and for those of you who um, who are interested, again, Vader Immortal is already out three episodes long. Yeah. Uh, if you have an Oculus Quest and you have not gotten that, then... Yeah, what have you done? What? <laughs> yeah, what's stopping you? You better get it. Yeah, you gotta get it. Um, for those of you who have not gotten a VR headset yet. Well, maybe now's the time. Yeah. Though, <laughs> as it gets closer to the holiday season and Christmas and all that good stuff, I'm yeah. sure that uh, more people are going to start picking this up. So it's a good time for this to come out. Yeah. Um, yeah so absolutely. it's probably when I will, uh, you know, buy it for myself for Christmas. <laughs> so. Listen, they're, they're, they're awesome. I mean, as yeah. I've said before, I bought mine specifically for Vader Immortal. <laughs> right. So right. I am so glad there's going to be another one. Well, because had I just bought it for Vader Immortal oh, and never had any more Star Wars content, it would have been a bummer. Yeah, I, I you know with with those with the VR uh, VR headsets, I've always wanted you know 
a couple reasons. I, I love watching movies in VR. I've only done it one time, but it was an amazing experience. I always like I love doing the. Uh, I don't know if it's on Quest. It might, it might be, but on the on the Rift, they have like the Google world view thing where you can go like, yeah, flying yep. around and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I always wanted to do that. But then when they started like saying they're making Star Wars stuff, I'm like, oh, good grief. I have to get it now at this point. And yeah. now there's two things coming. I'm like, yeah. Listen, it's it's so cool. <laughs> I have a friend who, who has one and me and him one day just jumped on there, went and you, and you went and sat in what looked like a theater and watched a SpongeBob movie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's so good. And you can, like throw popcorn at the screen and stupid stuff. You know, the stuff that you'd actually get kicked out in real right, life, right. you can actually you can do, do it whatever you want in there. Fine. Well, you're actually, fine. now there's still other people in the, well, you can watch it with other people in the theater. That's actually kind of cool. And they though. get kind of lie. upset sometimes. Will you shut up, <laughs> Yeah, but, so. But yeah, anyways, what the, the one thing that really interests me about this is that uh, this time this is a Oculus Quest exclusive. Wow. Yeah. And I found that interesting because I'm fairly certain Vader Immortal came on uh, out on more than just the Oculus Quest. Yeah. I know it was on Rift for sure. And so and I was thinking maybe PSVR. Yeah. yeah but I I think so. I'm not sure yeah. on that one. You might fact check that. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's correct. Um but so this one is only Oculus Quest. Now, part of me thinks, oh, that's kind of strange. I wonder why. But at the same time, I think that we might be able to pull out more uh, from what the Oculus Quest can do because it's specifically made for that system. And so graphically, I think we'll be able to pull out. Uh, they, they'll be able to make it look as good as possible on the Oculus Quest. They'll be able to utilize exactly how the Quest works to its full potential so that it you get the best version of this on the quest. So on a side note, <clears throat> uh Vader Immortal is coming to PSVR oh, okay. and it says this summer and this was posted in May. Um so as okay. far as I understand it's it's still not here yet. So it could be okay. coming very soon for those of you so who have PSVR it's planning to come. So but it, it does not apply though to to Tales of Galaxy's Edge. So right. anyway, so get, so, yeah, get yourself so just, a <laughs> get yourself an Oculus uh Yeah, so interesting stuff there. By the way, Oculus, if you want to sponsor us, uh, <laughs> we'll we, be, will, we will be happy. We'll, we'll gladly review <laughs> all products. We'll gladly do it for you. <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's move on. Um, anyway, so yeah, just make sure to sponsor us. Anyway, so we're going to get to our rumors now because we only had two uh, news stories, but we're going to make up for that in rumors um, very aptly. Yes. Um, so let's go ahead with the first one. Um, many of you, uh, including myself, uh, was part of the hashtag Make Solo 2 Happen movement. And uh, yeah, it was a lot of people wanted Solo 2 to happen, and they really enjoyed Solo 2. I mean, I wasn't as adamant as other people, but I did really enjoy Solo. Um, but with that being said, apparently, Make Solo 2 Happen has been heard, and reportedly, there is something regarding Solo, whether that be a movie or a show, coming to Disney+. Plus. But there is a second part to this rumor, and that is Ron Howard is quote-unquote not aware of any solo sequel plans. So we're going to have those as two different rumors, but I'm like, well, I mean, it goes perfectly together. Yeah. So so I'll just go ahead and say it right off the bat, and I have a feeling we're probably on the same page with this because it's just kind of obvious. But if there is reports that Solo is coming to Disney+, Plus, but Ron, Ron Howard is saying he's not aware of any sequel plans, it's most likely because he's not involved. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, it, it's most likely that there is might very might be something, and I have a lot of reasons, but I'll let you talk. I'm just saying, most likely Ron Howard is just not involved in this. Yeah, no, I, I I completely agree. If this rumor is true, 
which I think uh, is very possible. Yeah, I think so too. I think it is very possible we, we are getting some kind of continuation of Solo. Again, I have said before, I'm not real certain on 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 uh, Han Solo and Chewie being back. Yeah. Uh, but this this rumor is claiming they're all back. The whole team. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's back. And um, so that part of it, I'm a little, I'm not real sure. Mm-hmm. But so, but let's say that's the case. They're all coming back. Um, I I think there's a lot of story to tell there with Kira and Maul, and uh, which we'll get to Maul again. <laughs> yeah, bit. we have a rumor after this. Uh, we're gonna Kira talk and Maul and and uh, Lando. I think there's a lot you could mm-hmm. go with there. Um, and so, I mean, I guess if we get more Han, it's going to be dealing with a lot of uh, his relationship with. Um, with Jabba, I mm-hmm. would assume he's going to start to kind of get, start, start getting get those messes and well, all that stuff. At the end of Solo, he does mention Jabba. So, he does I mean, mention him, yeah. It'll be and so tie over. Yeah, so I think that's where that stuff would head, and then of course you'd have the uh, Maul's whole ordeal, and so mm-hmm. uh, lots of story to tell. But my thing is, if they're doing this on Disney Plus, which they don't, they don't say if this is going to be a, a movie or right. a series. They don't really talk about or a short, you know, couple episode series. They don't say what right. it, what it is exactly. But I would say if they're doing this, Ron Howard is not going to be involved. Right. And yeah. first of all, he's just too he's he's a, a huge director. They're not going to want to pay Ron Howard to do yeah. this. Plus, as, as much as his, you know, we know for a fact because of so much we've heard from his daughter that her dad did Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, yeah. no. Um, I'll let you continue. I well, cut you off, but but yeah, that was. I was gonna say that yeah. was my exact point. I was gonna say as well. Yeah, and, and the other thing with with Ron Howard is we have to remember why Ron Howard came in the first place. Ron Howard came into Solo because. Um, uh, Phil and Lord Miller, they they got kicked off the movie, mm-hmm. and they needed some. They needed a very experienced director to come in and complete the movie. Mm-hmm. They weren't looking for, in my opinion, they weren't looking for some kind of artistic flair. They needed somebody that that knew exactly how to make a movie right. to come in and get it done. Right. And that's what Ron Howard did. He mm-hmm. got the movie done, and. And I commend him for that. Yeah. But as far as to make a sequel, I don't think Ron Howard is the, well, the, the person they're looking for. So there's two reasons for this, for me, in my opinion. A, right, uh, you already said it. Ron Howard is a big-time director. He's done Jurassic Park. He's done a lot of these big movies. Um, and I think that it, when they're moving to Disney+, Plus, uh, they looked to, I'm not going to say failure, but just for this term, you know, just for this instance, they look to the quote unquote failure of solo and how, how, you know, how much bad press it got, how many fans were like, oh, I don't like this, blah, 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 blah. You know, there's a lot of people who liked it, like, like I was one of them, but you know, it doesn't make up for the fact that there was an overwhelming people amount of people saying they didn't like it. So they're not going to spend that much money, get such a big guy like Ron Howard after that kind of, again, not failure, but failure, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But secondarily, off of Disney's desire or lack thereof, uh, I don't think Ron Howard wants to. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, um, you know, uh, his him saying I'm not aware of any solo sequel plans. That might be self-made uh, a knowledge there. You know, what I'm saying. Oh well, yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree <laughs> so, with that com- completely. I don't know that he has much desire to return. And the other part of that to also consider is he could just be lying. 
Well, because it could be that's happened before. Uh, yeah, clearly. I mean, we're you know, TD. they they <laughs> yeah they have secrets. Um, you know, they they actors and and directors and stuff they keep secrets from us all the time. Oh yeah, they straight up lie to us about it because they have to. <laughs> Liars. Uh, <laughs> you know, they know things long before we do, and so you know, this could be one of those things where he's oh, yeah. just to try to throw people off the trail. Uh, even if he's not, because I would, I would think, I I would think Disney would maybe talk to him about it if they oh, yeah. were going to do a sequel, even though, they even if they don't something. use him, yeah. I think that would be the right thing to do, but that doesn't necessarily mean they would do it. I don't know. Well, and here's the thing. Here's what they could say. And this is what could be the possibility is that, Hey, he doesn't actually know. He's not actually yeah. aware. Cause they just said, Hey, uh, we're not, you know, if we do move forward, we're not going to have you as the as the creative yeah. director or whatever, because of X, Y, and Z. And then they might just move on and start making something else. And they've right. said that. And he's like, oh, I don't know. Anything. Well, and I could see a situation where they're like, we're going to bring in a new director, but do you want to be a producer? You know, something like that. Right. Where he's kind of, he has some kind of, his name's kind on, of on it. On it yeah. But it's not necessarily like super involved. I could right. see something like that. But Yeah. So I'm just going to say, I, I, I think it's very plausible that something solo is coming to Disney Plus. I would imagine if I had to bet money on it, it'd probably be a show. And yeah. or or a short series, like maybe not even a full show, but like a short series of like a two, three, four part thing. Yeah. Um, that can maybe maybe finish up or get 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 the story caught up to where it needs to go in terms of like. Yeah. Console. I mean, I know. I think I want a show because I would want one of the well, big issues but... with with Solo was the fact that it was only a movie. So. Right. Uh, this is. I mean, this is prime. This is a prime show. I mean, we've talked about this before. But this is a prime show. What's the word I'm looking for? Like material. You know what I'm saying? It's not incredibly necessary, as I've said in the past, but it's a great opportunity for a show to come in, fill the gap, give you the information that you need over a long period of time, and boom, you're done. That's yeah. it. That's good. So, talked a lot about that rumor, but but you know, I think it just needed to be talked about a little bit. But uh, yeah. I would say that there is probably come something coming down the pike uh, on on solo to Disney Plus, but Ron Howard is not going to be a part of it, in whatever capacity that may be. So, so anyway, you want to lose yep. on to our next one here, and this is actually relevant to, to to solo to some degree as well. So, yeah. So uh, this next one we have here is Lucasfilm moving forward without Ray Park as Darth Maul mm. following Instagram post. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, we talked about um, Darth Maul potentially uh, coming back into multiple series. Mm. Uh, that was a rumor that we talked about last, or well, I talked about last week. And now it was actually the same day that yeah. I was talking about that. <laughs> I then found out later about Ray Park and his Instagram posts. There's a big, uh, w- let's say, let's say there's kind of there's some issues that uh, arose and uh, we'll let you guys figure out what those are if you want to. Yeah, we w- we're not going to go into detail on but that. But let's just say Disney probably wouldn't want to be associated with somebody that did something like that. You know what I'm Correct. saying? Correct. So, so this is kind of... This is kind of a big deal if it's true. Yeah. Um, Ray Park is the face of Maul. I mean, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. And so basically, they're you know they're saying they're not going to continue with him, and this uh, I don't know what they do at this point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a complicated, if, especially situation. if they, especially yeah. if they decided that they were going to use Darth Maul on a bunch of different things. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I know what my solution is. But mm-hmm. Braxton, 
tell me, what is your solution? Oh gosh, you're gonna get me in trouble. <laughs> um, honestly, it, the it is it's difficult to say because Disney is such a progressive, kids oriented mm-hmm. uh, company, and again with the the, the brevity in situ- of the situation and the manner of what happened within the situation. I definitely don't see them doing it. Um, as we know, Ray Park only played the voice of the last part uh, of Maul and Solo. Um, the face. Or uh, the face, yeah. You, yeah, because it was Sam Witwer that Sam Witwer the voice. Did the you know voice, Sam. Yeah. I yeah. just got mixed up there. So th- that's my point. I mean, at this point, for their legality purposes or, or, or just saving face with people, I just say make Sam Witwer the. You know what I'm saying? Make the Sam Whitworth the guy. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm not saying that I necessarily want that, but I'm just saying Sam Whitworth has done a great job with the voice. I don't know that he has, you know, the technicality of movement and, you know, the facial features of, of Maul and things of that nature. But, I mean, there's not much. I don't think there's not much that they can do at this point. But uh, I don't know. What, what do you think on that? So I'm with you. I For me, let's make Sam Whitworth Darth Maul. Yeah. <laughs> he... He'll look close enough when you get the the paint and everything on him. Right. He'll look close enough. The the big thing would be the movement, mm-hmm. right? His movement and and let's be honest. For most characters, they have a they have a um, you know a, a stunt guy a that double, does that stuff, yeah. right? And so uh, that can be the case here. Right. They can find a martial arts guy to come in and and do that stuff. Um, and I think in the end, this could actually benefit the character of Darth Maul. And the reason being is because we were kind of in a in a difficult situation here where anytime when you use Darth Maul, you have to have Ray Park and then you have to have the voice well, of Sam Witwer. And yeah. it, it was gonna make any encounter live action encounter with Darth Maul, mm-hmm. it was gonna limit it. It was they're not gonna be right. able to do as much because it's always gonna be harder to make that work. Well, and, and another thing that you gotta think of and that actually might make this work is because immediately my thoughts were like but the body doesn't make sense forget the movement the body because if you watch the end of so, uh, solo when maul comes up the dude's beefy i mean like yeah. ray park has beefed up since since uh phantom menace and uh the dude i mean maul was pretty menacing i mean now do i like the idea of maul actually looking like that yes but in all actuality if all the majority of things that we've seen of maul thus far in clone wars and rebels Maul actually wasn't that big. Right. Maul was yeah. pretty thin. It's pretty thin. So it makes sense that someone smaller like Whitwer would yeah. come in and do the body too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and and let's be honest, the character of Darth Maul the is the Clone Wars Darth Maul. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. Like the the Darth Maul we get in The Phantom Menace was a shell of a character. Uh, yeah, well he wasn't even really supposed to be anything. He was just you yeah, know what I'm saying? There was no life to that character, right? I mean it was just he was just a bad guy to fight and they 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 didn't really get yeah. into any of anything about it was him just the later. replacement to Darth Vader. Yeah. Or the prequel should right, right, replacement. Right. And yeah. so so then we get this fleshed out character and that's all been Whitwer. Oh yeah. And yeah. and so I think he is he knows Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. And I think that this could actually work really well. We'd have to get over the fact that he's going to look different, right? right. I mean he's yeah. going to look a little different. But I mean, that's not going to bother me that much. Now, I mean, as long as say, uh, Sorry. No, go ahead. I will say, one last thing I will say is, you know, I can't speak to 
if if the Ray Park allegations, all that stuff is. Yeah. If, and we're not going to touch on. And, and we're not really going to touch on it, other than I know that the family has has said that you know maybe some of it's not as true as as it's people have said right, and stuff. And yeah. so let's let's give him the benefit of the doubt for a second. If 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 it's if it's all wrong, and he's um, and all is good, then yeah, let's bring Ray Park. And, sure. Yeah. You know he he is the face of Darth Maul, and I'd love to still have him be it. But if Disney doesn't do that, I see. I think Sam <laughs> Witwer is the answer. I think is the best choice. So I think that's a better choice than getting rid of Darth Maul. Like, but like, oh, okay, yeah, let's absolutely. just not use Darth Maul. Yeah, I, th- I say let's use him and let's just use Sam Witwer. But. Yeah, hundred hundred ten percent. So I mean, it's a difficult situation all around. Um, but yeah, we wanted to make everybody aware that this is still a rumor. Um, we don't know what's going to happen, but those are just some of our thoughts on the situation at hand. So let's go ahead and move on to our next rumor for the week, and that is there's new details coming about uh, the twins, and by that it is Luke and Leia. Uh, they are currently opened up casting, and casting is underway for the twins for the Kenobi series. So Drew, I know you said that you had quite a bit of thoughts on this, and uh, uh, you know I, I haven't heard much in terms of who they're even looking at or anything. So what's your thoughts on this, and uh, you know trying to get some young Luke and Leia on this Kenobi series? So what we've gotten is a uh, a casting search for a girl that's eight to eleven years old and a boy that's eight to eleven years old for the Kenobi series, mm. and uh, so I mean. It's obviously Luke and Leia, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. And um I think what's interesting about this, Luke was expected. I expected that we would right. get Luke. But what interests me about this is that we're getting Leia as well. Right. And what does that mean for the story of Kenobi? Because Leia, as we know, should probably be on Alderaan mm-hmm. uh with Bell or with Bell. And so it's interesting that um does that mean like will Kenobi go there? Could it potentially even be Bell that has sent him on a mission? Mm-hmm. You know, something of that nature. Well, and I think for this, just off the top of my head, when I heard this, you're right, Leia wasn't incredibly expected. But when I heard this, I'm like thinking, okay, it makes more sense that if we're going to have Vader as well, it kind of makes sense to have Leia. Then we have all of them, and because uh, if if we talked about this, I think, two episodes or last episode of the episode before, and we said like, basically what is going to have to happen uh, in order for Obi Wan to leave his duty, to yeah. leave his post, so to speak, at right. Tatooine. What is going to have to happen? And we said it's going to have to be something to do with Vader. But you even said it's going to have to be maybe even something more than just Vader, yeah. and it could be something to do with Leia. Leia's in could trouble. Could be Leia. So exactly. it makes sense. It- I think that that does absolutely make sense because what if, if his duty is to protect this boy, to keep this boy safe, what would be the only thing that could maybe get him to leave would be to protect his the sister. sister. Yeah, exactly. And um, I think that could very well be have something to do with where we're headed with the story. Right. Now, we know it can't get too in-depth with her just because we know that Vader never knew that Leia existed at this point. Um, right, yeah. There, so It would have to... Yeah, it's not like oh, uh, Vader found out about Leia, so he's gonna go get her. It's right, not right. like that. It, we know it can't be like, be like that. Yeah, and and the chances are, you know, we won't see Luke and Leia at the same time, and no. it, we probably won't even see Vader and Luke or Vader and Leia at the same time. Yeah, right. You know, all these not, characters yeah. are probably gonna be separated. Well, because Luke, Luke and Leia were brother and sister making yeah. out. We know that they're <laughs> they didn't know about each other <laughs> exactly. So. And then when, so. and then and then you know Vader's line, oh sister, you have a twin yeah. sister. You know, so, so yeah. 
I yeah, I don't know exactly what it means for the story just yet, but I think it's very interesting. Yeah. And again, sure. it could very well be something as simple as whatever he's going to do, he goes and sees Bell because Bell, you know, is a, as it was a close friend to the Jedi. Yeah. As yeah. well as just Obi Wan Kenobi in general, and so um, maybe there's some connection there. He has to go yeah. see him, talk to him, and maybe Leia's just there. Well, you know? and, and, and maybe it's something as small as that. And it, it could be a like you know, like you just said, you know, Bale is like at this point one of the only people that he can trust. Uh, and in fact, maybe the only person well, he can trust because we have yeah. Yoda, but he's on Dagobah. And so. we know he's already probably kind of stirring the pot as far as like trying to create a rebellion and, and sure. such. So. Yeah. And then like I said, and it, it could very be very well be possible that when we see Leia, it's literally like her coming up. Hi, dad, blah, 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 runs off. And that's it. Right, right, and that's right. literally it. Yeah. And that could be like almost like the season finale. Like, oh, hey, look. Oh, my gosh. You know, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so anyway, yeah, it's it's interesting that they're starting casting and, and yeah. yeah. So anyway, hard to know for sure, but for sure, still interesting. All right, so go ahead and take us off here on our fourth. Yeah, rumor. so uh, this is something that um, I had gotten earlier in the week. Uh, there has been talks about Marvel uh, comics canceling Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. and. Uh, they were basically saying from what I understand that because of kind of everything that's been going on, um, and with world events and such, uh, and so they, they had already had to postpone it and different Mm -hmm. things. They kind of just dropped it and decided that it was just, they were not going to do it. And, but however, We've gotten a new report, and you want to go ahead and read that off to us? Yeah, so the report just essentially is that Will Slinney, I believe that's how you say his name, um, but, but he has kind of insinuated... And he is the artist for the comic. Right, yeah. Uh, Will kind of insinuated that this is not over, that this is not canceled, and he goes debunking that rumor. So uh, in, in, so there's a tweet uh, by some you know random person that said, uh, what about the Rise of Skywalker comic release date? Any update on that? And so Will Slinney replies back to that or retweets it and says, uh, No update yet, but I can't wait to share what Jody Hauser has come up with and what I've drawn. So, I mean, in my opinion, that just kind of proves that, hey, this isn't over. It's not canceled. You know, there's going to be delays, clearly. Uh, but with that being said, you know, I'm Jody's still working on stuff. I'm still working on stuff. And we're excited, to, we're excited, meaning it's going to happen. We're going to show you what we've been working on and what we've been drawing. So, someone like Will Slinney saying something like this is pretty apparent to me. Um, you know, I'm sure it is to you too. But it's pretty pretty apparent that this isn't canceled yet. Now, it's still just a rumor because it's not an official confirmation. But I would say it's pretty pretty easy to say that this is not canceled. Yeah, I agree. I they've they've released um, a comic version of of all of the movies, and so I think there's no way they're not going to do the same for this one. Um, I, I just don't think that makes any sense. They're going to want to complete that. And there's gonna be a lot of people that want it completed. Mm -hmm. And so I, I don't think it just doesn't make any sense that it would be canceled. Well, and what, what could be is that perhaps that they're canceling the physical release of these and that they're actually just doing the digital release. Yeah, I mean, maybe, but again, I think that that would upset a lot of people. No, I think it would, but I'm just saying that might be, if there is a cancellation, that could be about the only thing I can imagine it being. And there's also, you know, 
if can things continue the way they are and it's just um, a struggle, they may eventually just release it in a whole book form as far as like all issues come together and you know after right. after a, a, a certain amount of issues is done they release that like little book version of it and then maybe they just end up doing that yeah instead of yeah instead of releasing it issue by issue but i i'm gonna go ahead and assume nothing has changed other than maybe maybe it's getting pushed back again maybe it's just gonna be a while before we see it yeah it's very possible uh, but i i do not think it's canceled no yeah i don't think so either so anyway, so that's pretty cool stuff there. Uh, so I'll lead you in with second to last rumor, um, and that is uh, there is a there's been rumors going around that there is a possibility that Disney uh, uh, Disney Star Wars will start creating some R-rated Star Wars movies and content. So uh, this is something that we actually I believe talked about, and I think it was a question that was asked, like basically, hey, what was your thoughts on R-rated Star Wars movies? Um, uh, this was asked, like, I think, like, he's like episode two or three. So, yeah, it's been a long time. So, now that these rumors have been kind of recirculating again, I thought, you know what, why as well go ahead and talk about it. And I, I in my, my opinion, is still the same as it was then. And I'm all for uh, R rated Star Wars movies. Now, I don't necessarily think that it should use main characters heavily. I think they should use themes of those characters, but yet the R-rated one, and, and this is something I thought for a long time, it would be very cool to see uh, the after effects or the side effects of these huge characters like Luke and Obi-Wan and Darth Vader and whoever else, right? You know, it's kind of like a superhero movie, right? Uh, there is, uh, uh, you know, these superheroes clashing with the villains and, oh, they ultimately triumph, but yet the, the city is destroyed, you know? Right, I would yeah. love to see a movie where We're talking about kind of like Batman versus Superman, exactly. where it shows it from the <laughs> yeah. other perspective, of, yeah. which we get. I that, always thought that was really cool. Yeah, we've we've gotten that a couple like sparse different times, but it'd be cool in a Star Wars context, which we've gotten that a little bit in Rogue One. Um, but it would be pretty cool to see like the underbelly of Coruscant. Uh, it would be very cool. I, I think we said this. I think I said it at this time. I don't remember exactly, but I would love to see like a horror movie based off of Darth Vader. Yeah. Where you're like a Rebel Alliance soldiers and you get caught in a building with Vader and, you know, kind of sim- somewhat similar to, to Vader Immortal yeah. to some degree. Um, but you see what I'm saying? I think it'd be really cool. Right. Um, and I think Vader would maybe be like one of the only main characters that you could use in an R-rated. And I wouldn't even say it's in a major way. It would have to be, be like glimpses and, and, and just the, the thought of Vader. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so anyway, long run around just to say I would be okay with an R-rated Star Wars movie as long as it was done correctly. Um, yeah. So what are your thoughts? I'm still not convinced. I, I'm i not convinced it's necessary. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe if they, if, if they found a story where I go with it, yeah, maybe in a horror type element, maybe with the ancient Sith Lord, and yeah, and it's so dark and creepy that it has to get an R rated, uh, an R rating, something like that. I guess I could maybe see, but I just don't think, I don't think the R rating is necessary for Star Wars, um, and and as far as like, I'm just not convinced that it needs to happen. Yeah. Again, if you can t- if you can give me a story that it truly needs that, then okay. Well, and and then I'll be I'll be like, all right. But I just 
I don't know. So so let me back. So two points. The first point I'm going to kind of reinforce my what I said, <laughs> and the second point I'm going to backpedal a little bit. <laughs> so hey, hip, uh, hypocrisy is fun. <laughs> anyway, no. So so you're right, and and this is what I was trying to say is I think it's completely conditional on the story itself. So for instance, like Darth Nihilus, we all know the legend of Darth Nihilus. That would absolutely need an R rating. You know, eating basically eating the stinking souls out of people, and he's never hungry enough, or he's never satisfied and blah, 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 right? That could absolutely be an R-rated film. Now, I think actually I even said this on, on my original point as well, but but it would have to be done right, and it would have to be done like once in a 100 movies, right? It couldn't be done all the time. Because one thing is that George Lucas did want this to be family-friendly. It had positive, hope-filled elements to it, and R-rated movies are not going to have that, clearly. Um, you know, go, go find me an R-rated movie that has, makes you feel like hopeful at the end of it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So for me, I think one time it could work and it would have to just be due to the sheer nature of the story itself rather than like, oh, there's just tons of cussing or, oh, there's tons of explicit scenes or <laughs> whatever it may be, right? It'd yeah. have to be just out of the sheer, like, oh, this is a dark story, therefore it needs R-rated. But overall, I do think that it would it'd be it's incredibly dependent upon what is being told, so... Yeah, and I, I think there could be there some ways. I for me, if there if we're gonna get something like that, I, I think it should be a series, uh, probably a Disney Plus series. Um, mm-hmm. Which again, even with Disney Plus, they don't as of right now they don't have R-rated content. True. On, yeah. on Disney Plus, so I mean you have to think about it that way too. If they release something that's that's considered R-rated, it's not going to be on Disney Plus. Right. And so, right. I mean, that could always change, but uh, right now, basically, Disney's adult content goes to Hulu, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I, again, you, it would take some pretty hard convincing to for me to think that it's really necessary. Right. Um, but I. I, I'm all for getting some more adult-focused stories in Star sure. Wars. Yeah. I think that it could benefit from that. I just don't know that it needs to go that that, that like far into that it. extreme. Yeah. Um, but it, it's interesting, and I I don't think it's happening anytime soon though, because if if we just look at the bigger picture here with Disney, we know that Disney has been having a very long. Uh, and as far as I know, undecided decision on what to do with another Deadpool because they oh, have yeah. this franchise now that yeah. with Deadpool that could do that is very popular, did well with Fox. Now it's in Disney's hands, and they don't know what to do with it because right, it kind of tarnishes their image. Right, to some right, degree, right. The, the content there is not Disney, but it has a huge following and can make big money. And so they're in this like, what do we do? With Deadpool, right. right? Do we do a Deadpool three? Do we make it R rated and we just go back on our morality? <laughs> oh my god! So you know, uh, they can't even make up their minds with that. And when we're talking Star Wars, oh yeah, uh, I think we're still quite a bit of ways from that an R rated movie happening because right. you also have to think a lot of these big expensive um, R rated movies such as Terminator, uh, Blade Runner. Uh, whatever 2049 or whatever it's called Mm -hmm. uh those two very big expensive movies didn't make near as much money as they had hoped most likely because of our rating attached to them sure where if it had been pg-13 they probably would have had some bigger audiences because uh you know they're the r rating does 
uh, make some people sit out, right? Well, some I mean, just initially, go. no matter what it is, yeah, if it's yeah. rated R, parents are like, I don't know if I want to take my kid Right, to that. right, right. It could be just as bad with a PG-13 rating, and like, oh, okay, it's just PG-13. <laughs> right, yeah. so something like Deadpool excels with R, but then there's other franchises such as Star Wars that I just don't know right. that it'll work. Well, and, and and mainly because with Deadpool, the very nature of that 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 whatever like medium is supposed to be that right like the the whole uh attractant to deadpool is the yeah. fact that it's ra- rated r the fact that it's it's really obscene and crazy and just outlandish yeah. stuff star wars is not that so yeah, yeah. I, I absolutely so let's move on to our final rumor oh and, boy, this, um, is a, this is a I, good I, one i want everybody to close their eyes oh okay i want you to close your eyes oh. i want you to picture where we're moving past the rise of skywalker You've got Ray, okay? You see Ray standing in a in a dark cave, okay? <laughs> Why aren't your eyes closed? Oh, Close you're your talking eyes. to me. I thought you were talking to the audience. Well, I am. I'm talking okay. to you and the audience. Okay. Oh, I'm, um. <laughs> so you're standing in a dark cave. Ray comes out. She's got her fancy new lightsaber, and and she's heard rumors of a of a very powerful new enemy that is um <laughs> that that is on this planet. All of a sudden, you, yeah, you hear that. All of a sudden, right? <laughs> next thing you know, there's a little black robed <laughs> Yoda with a red lightsaber <laughs> shooting force lightning. <laughs> yes, folks, that's right. You heard it here first. <laughs> Lucasfilm is reportedly has plans to bring Yoda back via cloning, and he's going to be the enemy. In a yes. Ray movie. In a Ray movie. <laughs> a movie focused on Ray. Oh. Evil Yoda is oh going to my is going to be the enemy. <laughs> like who came up with this, dude? That's why I want who came up with this. Listen, if this happens, if this happens I, I, I literally I would be so shocked if this was even a realm of possibility. Like if this actually happened, I think I'd probably have a heart attack on the spot and die. Mm-hmm. Like just fall over. Like yeah. Uh, yeah, it's so outlandish. I can't even like Explain why it's crazy. Okay, so let me just read this. Yeah, for yeah, you guys. I want to hear this. I want to hear this. According to our intel, this is we got this covered. dot com. Oh, naturally. Yeah, yeah, naturally. No offense to, they to co- the people They have some there, of the, 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 the best stuff. I yeah, they you. do. According to our <laughs> intel, which comes from the same sources that told us Ahsoka Tano would be appearing in the second season of The Mandalorian, and that spoilers would be revealed as a traitor in The Rise of Skywalker, in a future Star Wars movie. An as yet unnamed villain will attempt and ultimately succeed in cloning Yoda in an effort to turn the benevolent Jedi Master into a puppet they can use for their own nefarious means. <laughs> While it can't be confirmed exactly which movie this is said to be happening in, we've heard that it would most likely be the proposed solo outing for Daisy Ridley's Ray rather than the three recently delayed films that were pushed back to 2023, 2025, and 2027. And the idea of another perennial favorite returning to Star Wars yet again certainly fits with Lucasfilm's approach to the franchise. No, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, listen, well, as soon as I read this, I just, I was just like, I just sat there for a little bit and just thought about it because like, it's just so out there. Oh, my and, heart. Um, oh, no, gosh. no, 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 no. This can't happen. No. <laughs> this can't happen. No, I mean, it's. It, I think it's so obvious that it's not real. I think we just wanted to bring it up because it was funny. But but yeah, well, I'm not going to I'm not going to completely discredit this because 
when Lucasfilm has their meetings and talks through things, I'm sure they throw out a lot of crazy stuff. A lot it of crazy might have been ideas, randomly right? mentioned. Sure. It could have been one yeah. of the things that they have talked about. One of the just random ideas they've talked about. Because yeah. I'm sure, you know, they just brainstorm stuff, right? Yeah. And I mean, so maybe this tanks, you know? this got out somehow or one way or another. But Lucasfilm, you cannot no. you cannot do this. No, no. This no, is too no, far. No. <laughs> I I would I would be very angry. <laughs> As I said last episode, I'll be writing some very strongly worded letters to somebody. Yeah, but man, just the just picturing Ray having to fight um, evil Yoda, this evil Yoda clone oh was just gosh, too dude. good not to talk about. That's rough, dude. Uh, <laughs> That's rough. Uh, well, we better move on. Though, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, so we're getting low on time. So let's go ahead to our releases. Uh, a couple things that I want to mention uh, here before we talk about this upcoming week's releases uh last this last week we did get um a new book from george mann who did the myths and fables of star wars he has a new one um that was called of course i don't remember what it's called all of a sudden oh gosh come on how unprofessional um, i know i should have had it uh, dark legends star wars dark legends it's supposed to be kind of like a horror spin on 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 Star Wars, kind oh, of talking about oh, some some different things. I like one of one of them's about like a werewolf even and stuff. Like I don't <laughs> know, I don't know how it all works yet. I haven't read it yet. I do have it though. And so um, the Myths and Fables book was great, so I'm sure this one will be great as well. I just wanted to mention that since uh, we didn't talk about releases last week. And then the other thing I want to talk about real quick is Darth Vader issue three also came out on mm-hmm. Wednesday, and boy, what an issue it is. Um, I'm not going to go into spoilers just yet on this. This might be this this issue might be like once this arc is finished, we might go back and just talk through the whole arc. Yeah. Maybe as a main topic at some point because there's a lot of stuff to go into here. A lot of stuff to talk about. Um, but I, you know, since it's it's brand new, I don't want to like go into any spoilers. But I highly recommend everyone go read this arc of Darth Vader. Um, mm. Again, this is just the third issue, but it's uh, it's getting really good. It's some interesting stuff, especially if you're prequel fans. If you are fans of the prequel, you will want to read this. Um, if you're fans of of the um, Padme novels, um, Shadow or uh, Queen Shadow and Queen's Peril, mm-hmm. you will want to read this. Um, oh yeah. Again, there's some really interesting stuff there. Some very inter- interesting connections. And the way this last issue ends is very cool, very surprising. And I think uh, it's it's going to be really cool to see what happens in the next issue. So everyone, yeah. be sure to pick that up. We're going to talk about that arc once it's finished, for sure. Oh, and yeah. then, um, so for the releases this week, we have a couple things here. Uh, we have Star Wars um, issue 5 is finally coming on Wednesday. Um, you know, we are still kind of in that, uh, waiting to see who Luke is, um, going to go meet. We know he's, he's talking to some kind of mystical character who has his lightsaber. Um, so some kind of past Jedi or something, right? It's going to be very interesting to see. Yeah. So 
some of those answers. That's in the future. I don't know that it'll be in this next issue, but that's been hinted at. We know some High Republic stuff has been hinted at. Yep. Um, and so that's a really great um, line to be picking up right now. And, and so that one comes out on Wednesday, as well as Star Wars Adventures, The Clone Wars, Battle Tales, issue number three. I don't read that, so. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you about it. <laughs> but uh, if that's for you, go get it. And then we also have uh, Poe Dameron Freefall novel coming out um, on Wednesday, or I'm sorry, on Tuesday. And this is that young adult novel. Uh, We actually were given a review copy of that from Disney, and we will be discussing that uh, and discussing our review of that um, on next Saturday. So be ready for that. And um, yeah, we'll have some thoughts about it. Uh, neither of us are too huge of a fan of Poe Dameron, so... Yeah, so I'm hoping, so, hopefully the book changes my mind, so... Yeah, we'll see. Maybe it will, but... <laughs> I mean, we're, we're just not super huge on any of the sequel characters, really. Yeah. So, that, not necessarily anything against them. They just no, don't excite us as much as some of the yeah. other characters. Yeah, well, that's a whole conversation within itself. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> but anyways, that's uh, coming out on Tuesday, so go mm-hmm. and pick that up if you if you like the sequel trilogy or just want to learn more about Poe Dameron's background. Yeah. So, uh, without any further ado, we're going to move quickly into our Q and A. Uh, as we, as you all know, uh, we try to create a Q and A post on our our, our social medias, uh, where we ask you all to ask us questions and topics and suggestions and all that good stuff. Uh, we always try to do two, uh, three weeks, excuse me. Um, but this week we only only have two. So yeah. uh, uh, we have two from Kristen Perry and Noah Aguilar. So we thank you both for asking. Yes, thank you. And I want to say, um, we, we. Really appreciate all of you guys, how, how many questions you've yes. asked since yes, in this yes, past yes. 25 episodes. You guys have asked so many questions. Yes. And we understand that for, <laughs> for those of you who have been long listeners, you're running out of ideas. Like, okay, we're trying you're to running, help you guys. But. You're running out of, of questions <laughs> to ask us. I completely understand that. I appreciate the fact that you guys have asked us so many up to this point. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, we, we can tell it, the well is running dry. Yeah. And that's okay. But what we ask of you guys is if you could please just share our questions post. Yes. Share it with your friends uh, on Facebook. Just kind of spread that out. And and then and we hope that maybe we'll get some new listeners mm-hmm. and some new people that just have questions they want to ask and don't really know where to ask them. Precisely. And so um, if you guys can just direct your friends and family to our page, uh, we would love that. So. Yeah, that'd be very awesome. We appreciate that, guys. If you would do that for us, just because you know, uh, to save you guys time to have this, yeah. to think a question every week, uh, <laughs> wearing you guys out. No, but again, we do appreciate that, and we would appreciate the help to continually expand our, our listening audience and, and uh, get some new people in here who might have some questions of their own that uh, yeah. that we've already talked about. But hey, maybe they need to hear it for the first time. Right? So, yeah, sounds good absolutely. to me. Okay, so our first one this week comes from Kristen Perry, and she says, uh, "Which Anakin Skywalker?" Uh, basically, what character model do you prefer? I know for me, the movie Anakin and the TV series Anakin appear to be different, and you are 100% correct on that. Um, I'm not going to spend too much time on this because we're we basically, and we're going to go long today because uh, we're making up from last week, <laughs> yeah. clearly. Uh, but we're because we only have five minutes until. <laughs> anyway, so I'm not going to go too terribly long, but I will just say this George Lucas wrote in three movies an entire character. Um, and while that is nominally like six hours long, you know, uh, you know, well, let's just put it that way. Let's just say it. basically he tried to write an entire character's backstory in th- six hours to fill that in. So basically he worked with what he had 
And could he have done better? Who knows, right? I'm not going to say yes, no, maybe so. Uh, but I will say is that they had to show how did this good guy turn into a bad guy? How did he How did he have this lust for power? How did he have this desire to turn into something so monstrous, you know, monstrositous, if that's even a word, <laughs> as Vader, right? Um, and basically, they had he had to show him as kind of unstable. And as we see in episodes 1, 2, and 3 uh, of the uh, OG saga, Anakin is a very whiny little baby. And, you know... We see him grow up quite a bit in that. Um, but the saddest part of all is that <laughs> is that he's more of a whiny baby in episode two than he is in episode one. And he's aged like 10 to 15 years or whatever yeah. it is. But my point is, is that they had to show that progression of him like feeling powerless, feeling like a little kind of whiny baby and, and rebelling and stuff. And to show him uh, to, you know, grow into this person who needs to become Vader. So... He did, you know, George worked with what he had. Now, I will say I personally prefer the Clone Wars Anakin just because there's what, hundreds of episodes and they fully flesh out Anakin as a character. They they bring they show his ups, they shows his downs, he shows his heroic moments, he shows his weak moments, and it, it, it you know, and that's that's the that's the difference between a TV show and a movie, right? Because you're going to be able to see a greater depth of character uh, build in. Uh, in, a, in, a, in a show rather than a movie. So overall, I do think that that it was much more uh, pleasurable to watch the the Clone Wars Anakin than it was the movie Anakin. Um, but I think they they have their purposes. Yeah, their I think that was actually a really long answer. <laughs> I said I was going to go quick, but that was a very long answer. So yeah, I wasn't really sure how to say it as succinctly as I wanted to. So yeah, uh, I will actually give it you a short answer. Um, I thirty minutes later. <laughs> I I like, I mean, I think about everyone that likes the Clone Wars Anakin um, better, right? Yeah. And and I appreciate what Hayden Christensen pulled off, especially in, in Episode Three. Um, but I wish, I wish that all of that had already been there, right? Um, because I think it could have really made his performance more impactful and better, right? And, and Revenge of the Sith. Had we already had all of that story and known that those things, right? Hayden, of course, that's not the case, though. And Hayden so, did what exactly what he was told. Yeah, and, so I'll just say that. And the thing is, is they they took Hayden Christensen, they took the cat that character and reworked it for Clone Wars into what they oh, think yeah. would be better and less annoying. <laughs> you know, that's what <laughs> right. they basically did. Yeah, and so that's why when you see the animated version and the live action version, they really don't fit together exactly. because they really just basically kind of made him different yeah basically what 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 did anakin what she should have been <laughs> right, right that's what they're trying yeah, to do. basically yeah so, if he was the main hero what would he have been like yeah. you know so clone yeah. wars all the way sure all right and our second and last question is from noah aguilar um, and he says uh what would you like taika watiti to explore in his new movies so Noah, that's a great question and it's one that i don't have an exact answer to because it's so broad right it's so uh, there's so many avenues in, they can go. Now, if we knew what direction they was wanting to go in these new movies, so whether that be post or pre OG saga, you know what I'm saying? Then I could give you a better answer. I will just say I would love to, like to dive into some either new stuff um, or deep dive into things that we already know and just in ways that we haven't seen yet. Um, 
and I, 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 that's a very, very generic answer, but I don't really know as of yet how to specify that anymore. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing some new stuff, but basically, but, but it'd be grounded in things we already know, things we're already familiar with stuff. But I also wouldn't mind him deep diving into, uh, you know, original stories and just in different ways than we've seen. At the end of the day, I do think with Taika, he is he is a comedian at heart. He is a funny guy, uh, and just like with Thor Ragnarok, it wasn't a hu- horribly serious movie. Um, and I'd imagine many of the stuff that he's probably going to do with Star Wars is going to be like that as well. So I would imagine, and this is just me, but I would imagine that what he's going to end up doing is probably not groundbreaking, right? He's probably not going to launch Star Wars into the new era of what they're wanting to do. I I doubt that they're going to take that direction with Taika. It could be, but I doubt it. So Andrew, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I think for me, I for, with with Taika, I expect something wacky. Exactly. Uh, I expect yeah. something pretty out there, something funny. Uh, you know, that's just what we've gotten with, with him and Thor Ragnarok and different things, right? Mm-hmm. And and even his his episode of of the Mandalorian. Oh yeah. Had some some. It has his touch of humor in it, and so uh, I expect to see that and whatever he does, and and want that honestly. When it comes yeah. to if he's going to direct a movie, I want it to be, I want it to be a, a crazy adventure that that has a lot of good laughs in it. And so where he goes with that, I don't know. Yeah, I don't instance, know. Like Jar Jar and the Great Gungan Adventure, is that something you're wanting? Or? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> you say well, you no, want something no, wacky. No. <laughs> No, that's too far. <laughs> <laughs> too far. Okay, well, we're shutting the episode off. So, <laughs> okay, well, folks. Well, we're glad you came today, but we're gonna we're gonna cut this. Sh- Actually, we're not cutting this short. We're not cutting. We're gonna short. cut this right on time. Thirty seconds over. <laughs> so, so let's just let's just basically say we really don't know if we had a better understanding of where they're gonna take it in, yeah. in terms of uh, before or after the saga, we'd be, be able to give a better answer. But we want at least whatever they do to have Tyka's funny wacky touch i think that's kind of like the answer we both kind of have. I want, yeah i want it to be easily identifiable as a taika watiti film yeah absolutely so uh we're gonna go ahead and end our q a for this week so like we said earlier if you can please make sure to uh when we do post uh q a forum post please make sure to, to, to if you have a question obviously ask i know you guys like I said you may be running a little bit dry um but if you see something you'd like to talk about it doesn't even have to necessarily be a question if you have just a, a topic you'd like just to mention we will absolutely do that and please share our q a post if you can and maybe get some some of your friends or family or loved ones uh to maybe ask their own questions so that'd be awesome so without any further ado we're going to move into our final thing for this episode and that is our main topic um and this week, ironically enough, we thought we was going to probably be talking on this a little bit more. Uh, but no, we had a lot uh, more to say on everything else, apparently. Um, basically, there were so many things coming about uh, in, in the news and the rumors of The Mandalorian that we wanted to just this week talk very, I guess at this point, very, talk quickly about the state of The Mandalorian and where we're at with the updates. Because uh, as of what we have now, we have two news stories and one rumor and I'm sure we could probably have dug out more rumors and stuff if we wanted to. Um, but, you know, like I said, there's a lot going on with Mandalorian. Um, you know, Mandalorian has been kind of the golden child of, of uh, Disney and, and Star Wars um, post Rise of Skywalker. And they needed to win, and they got to win with Mandalorian. So, uh, long story short, they're going to try to expand this however they can. You know, they've talked about, they already know there's going to be season two. 
they we already know there's a season three, and then they're trying to press for a season four, and then they also released a publishing project with you know with with books and kids novels and 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 and, and child stories and and coloring books and all this stuff, right? Um, so that that leads us now to our first news story, and that is Mandalorian original novel was written uh, that's going to be written by Adam Christopher has actually been pushed back to the fall of 2021. So basically a few more months next year uh, is when we're going to get to We actually, uh, if I'm not mistaken, we anticipated to get this this year, didn't we? Um, I think. Wrong yeah, I think it was going to be December. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of like uh, supposed to be probably after the the season is finished. Well, yeah, that's you're what right. We kind of assumed. That's what we assumed because then we was going to say we could probably tie in both season one and two um, if they needed to. So yeah, it is interesting. Um, obviously, it's very interesting because it's been pushed back basically an entire year. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a long time. Um, like for instance, we see the High Republic, which is way bigger of a publishing effort. Um, and well, that actually might answer the question within itself. First of all, I was gonna say High Republic way bigger publishing effort, and it got pushed back from August to January, not even a whole year. But if if uh, if the Mandalorian original novel was going to be in December, if they pushed back anything, it would cross over with Higher Public, and they're not going to do that. So that makes kind of sense why they're doing that. Uh, they're going to give some space so that they have each book their own distinct, <laughs> you know, yeah, platform. So. I th- yeah, I mean, I think that makes sense, but it's it's kind of crazy to me that it's going a whole year. Yeah, and a whole year is kind of um, much, yeah. I'm, I'm really curious why that is. I mean, I think the immediate thought is just probably due to... Um, the pandemic, but at the same time, I I wonder if it's if there's actually more to it. More like, to it. Yeah. like maybe they either decided to just ditch the story because it's a whole year. I mean, that's a long time. Yeah, big time. Uh, it, it makes me wonder if they're restarting with the yeah. novel. You know, like maybe something. They had some questions about what Adam was doing, or maybe Adam's dropping out and someone else. <laughs> who knows? Yeah, you know it just seems really and and especially since if everything else is still coming out when it's supposedly going yeah. to with this publishing program, yeah. their main adult novel is now just not going to be there. And yeah, so it's going to be very bizarre. It's going to be very odd. Yeah. So there's probably something more going on there, but we're, you know, we don't want a rumor because this is news, right? We're just saying the news right now. Um, and that is that it's right. been pushed back to fall 2021. So we're not going to rumor on that. We can later on if you all would like to know more about that. So our second news story is that actually Mandalorian <clears throat> season one, Again, the golden child of Disney is that it is uh, being nominated for 15 Emmys. 15. I don't have the list of all the all the Emmys that they're being nominated for, but man, 15 of them for a, 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 a TV show essentially. That's that's pretty good. Um, and truly, I, I I do think that Mandalorian season one is absolutely worthy of all of them. I don't even know what they are, but I'm sure that they're worthy of it. You know, great 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 storytelling, amazing visuals, great soundtrack. Um, you can't beat it. So, um, Drew, what's your thought on that? I mean, I mean, it's pretty. I think it's well deserved. Um, <laughs> right. I, it's, I think it's great that they got that many. Um, it's it's a great show. Yeah. And I'm glad it's being recognized. I mean, sometimes in these award shows, they they kind of give the cold shoulder to things like Star Wars. And, oh yeah. Yeah. And uh, superhero movies. The, these different things, they, they give a cold shoulder sometimes to them and, and pr- sometimes prefer to give them to the the more, uh, less popular, um, like, indie movies, you know? Right. Sometimes that's how award shows like to be. Right. And so I'm really glad to see that Star Wars is getting the recognition it deserves because 
they they did something really special with the Mandalorian. So. Yeah. Well, nerds, rise up. Attack of the Nerds. Here we are. We're <laughs> rising. We're getting 15, well, 15. Emmy nominations. So we nominations. Have, they haven't won it yet. Exactly. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, very cool stuff. And then last I'm, sure, least, I'm sure they'll win some of them. Oh, I guarantee it. If not, a lot of them. I mean, there's a lot of really, really good... Uh, well, and, and, and uh, you know, this is sidetracking, but hey, we're already six minutes over, so why not, right? Um, but after we're watching the um, the making of, basically, series, docuseries, mm-hmm. um, they have pioneered in some of the VFX stuff. Oh, yeah, with absolutely. With that, that screen filming thing that they did. Oh, yeah. Like, they're the first people to do that. Yeah, and that's big. I mean, Guaranteed big stuff there. they're going to be... Uh, winning something for that guaranteed so, <laughs> they should yeah yeah and if they don't they should yeah, yeah. Um, because that's got honest honest goodness that I think they kind of underplayed a little bit but I seriously think that that's an insane innovation because basically it replaces green screen right yeah. and it's way more realistic it helps the actors get in the mindset yeah anyway there's, I'm not there's gonna all dive, kinds of different reasons yeah there. I'm not gonna deep dive into that but um but yeah it's a huge huge thing so Really cool. 15 Emmy nominations. That's a huge deal. Yeah. Um, so, but last but not least, we're going to talk about very quickly, we're going to, we're going to discuss more about maybe Mandalorian season two and what that could be and, and yada, yada. But we're going to talk about this last final rumor because we're already seven minutes over going on eight minutes. So we will spare you the, the travel here, but, <laughs> but the last and final rumor for Mandalorian season, uh, Two and maybe even season three is that uh, Giancarlo Esposito, uh, uh, which is Moff Gideon in season one, uh, was in another. Um, what's the word for uh, interview? Interview. <laughs> My mind just blanked. Anyway, he was in another interview. He's a lot of interviews and he's saying a lot of things recently. Um, but he said another. He's been in another interview and he's revealing some more things about his character and uh, the dark saber as well. And. Uh, it's it, and there, people are asking about the Emmy nominations actually uh, for Mandalorian season one, um, and this is his quote. This is uh, they were talking about tie, his Tie Fighter scene when he's cutting the hole through the dark saber, and this is his his quote here from this interview. He says, uh, "You'll see more of the dark saber. You'll get the ex- explanation of this ancient weapon to the modern world, a collapsed world. Where did the saber come from, and how was it revived?" It is a key in our second season, which will be back sooner than later. Um, and the the article says another reassurance that the season is on track to make its release date after this year, amid a time uh, time of delays in film and television productions. So he comes back and says the saber is a key to Moff Gideon's past, which possibly has a lot to do with where he comes from and his desire to build a planet and bring it back together. So. I mean, it's nothing like huge drop. It's not anything crazy, but basically, he's insinuating whether he's true or not because this is a rumor. But he's insinuating that Moff Gideon and the Dark Saber are inexplicably tied together. Like the reason Moff Gideon is where he's at is because, to some degree, the Dark Saber. Which would then make you think that he had some. He was involved in Mandalore as some like right. He lived on Mandalore. He was a man. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's. I feel like that kind of would. Either that or he was part of destroying uh, the people that were on Mandalore, which then, you know, right. uh, something like that, right? So I'm trying to think, like, so he, at this point, with, with, I'm trying to think when he would get it. So I'm not, you know, what, well, would so he, it he have get to it from be Sabine or was well, it from Well, Maul? Sabine, Sabine gave the Darksaber to, uh, what's her face, to lead True. Mandalore. Yeah. In Rebels. Yeah. I do not cannot remember her name. 
<laughs> I know who you're talking about, though. Yeah, I can't even drill it on my head. But. Uh, is it Bogotan? Yes. Bogotan, right? Yes, yes, yes. Give yes. to Bogotan. And so Bogotan had it last. Well, it says right here, the saber is a key to Moff Gideon's past, which possibly has a lot to do with where he comes from and his desire to build a planet and bring it back together. Which we then know that Mandalore is... They call it the Great... Um, what do they call it in Mandalorian? In the first uh, season, they call it the Great... I don't remember. Is it the Great the something? Basically, they um, they hint at uh, the destruction of Mandalore. Like some, like probably the Imperials eventually came there and, and wiped them out. The Great Purge. The Great Purge, yeah. yeah. And so I know I've, I've heard a lot of people think that they took all the... They took a lot of Bes- the Beskar... Mm-hmm. And, and you know melted it down and that's why it's used as currency because they basically wiped out the Mandalorians right. that were there on Mandalore right. and took all the best car. Yeah. So um, I think that so either kind of my my head's going is maybe he he he's the one that took out Bo-Katan so then he sure he took the dark saber. Yeah. Um, and that's why he has it because he was the one who destroyed who kind of led the purge on Mandalore. Well, it makes sense. I mean, cause it, it oops, I just hit the mic here, but, uh, it does make sense, I guess, to some degree, right? Because like, you know, the whole part of why the Mandalorians are in hiding and all this stuff is because the empire took them down and yeah. did the great purge. And that's why Beskar is such a big tradable thing. So it makes sense that he would have this, 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 uh, key to the Mandalorian power and right. key to the Mandalorian leadership, so to speak. And and we already and we kind of know the history of the Darksaber, right? I mean a lot of the history of the Darksaber. We know mm-hmm. where its origins and we know uh, a lot of different people it follows. Sure. But you have to remember that um, the actor here who is talking about this probably doesn't know all of that. Right. Doesn't realize how much of that information's out there. And we talked about this last time. <laughs> and so again <laughs> when he's talking about like, oh it's gonna you're gonna find out all these it could be things that maybe some of it we already know. Sure. You know? Yeah. And, um, and so, cause I, I'm sure at some point they'll talk about where the dark saber came from because, because a lot of people that watch the Mandalorian have probably never watched rebels or clone wars. Right. Right. And so, exactly. um, and so we don't, they don't have that explanation yet. Right. And I mean, cause they, they wouldn't deep dive into figuring out like who Tar yeah. Vizsla is and, and right, being right. the first, you know, Mandalorian Jedi yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah, so I think that's I think that's probably kind of where they're headed with it. I would assume that he's probably part of of the destroying them there, probably part of the purge would be my guess. Sure. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so too. So. So, a lot Do you of have really, anything else you want to say about it? No, I was just going to okay. say there's a lot of really cool things going on with, uh, with the Mandalorian. Um, that's why we wanted to just make this our main topic just because yeah. there's so many things to talk about. We would have talked about it a little bit longer probably, but due to our <laughs> Yeah, time and then right. you know, almost fourteen minutes over. We just want to spare you guys. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there's one more little thing that we want to do before we uh, close out, and that is we want to um, on Facebook they have top fans, and we just want to Ooh, mention yes. our our top fans. And this is something we want to start doing at the beginning of every month. So we're going into August. It'll be yeah. August first when this episode releases. And so I think it's gonna be August first. I think so. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and so we just want to um, bring to attention our our top fans because it means a lot to us that uh, and and the top fans are the people that have um, responded 
the most who have um, who have shared our stuff. Uh, it, have, let, let's just preface this: we're yeah. not picking the top fans. Yeah, exactly. This is yes. something that like Facebook populates automatically. Right, right. they generate <laughs> it for us. They generate it for us, and and then yeah. show us. And so, uh, we encourage you guys if you want to be uh, a top fan, um, go ahead and uh, and just start as soon as this episode posts. You know, start uh, communicating with us, sharing our stuff. And you'll eventually probably end up on our top fans, and yep. and we're gonna be discussing maybe in the future starting to do some some maybe some special prizes and stuff for our top yeah, fans, different absolutely. things as time goes on. So, but today we just want to say a big thank you to our top fans. Our number one, or should we start at the bottom? Let's should start from the, let's start, start, start from, from the bottom, bottom to the top. Yeah. Let's so do we that. got yeah. we have we have five of our top fans <clears throat> here, and we just want to call them out. So our fifth is Alex Mason. Alex. He's a top fan for two months. There you go. And so. Alex Mason came on to the party a little late, but man, has he been one of our biggest <laughs> yeah. supporters since. Yes, he has. And uh, we really appreciate that, Alex. We thank you so much for doing that. Agreed. Uh, number four is Brandon Dukes, Brandon. top fan for two months. Yes, sir. Again, Brandon is uh, another faithful one. We actually talked about him just uh, <laughs> right. two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, how much we appreciate you, Brandon. Uh, keep it up. We thank you very much. And then number three is Stuart Martin, top Stuart. fan for three months. Yes. And so, Appreciate again, you. Stuart Martin, another great one. And, and what I love about this is it's all people we know, like the, our, the top fans yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People that we've been talking to. So we may not know you that, personally, but we've interacted right, right, right. enough to recognize your name. Exactly, you know yeah. Cool. And so I think it's cool because it goes to show that they really truly are our top fans. Because, yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah, so. that's awesome. So thank you, Stuart. We really appreciate it. And number two is, no surprise, Josh and Birkinshaw, our main man. Yes. Top fan for four months. So, yeah. So that's awesome. Josh was one of the first ones. Josh was one of the first. Yeah. Yeah. So we thank you, Josh. And you've been such a huge support to us. You're one of the reasons that this has kept us going. Like, just knowing that you always listen and that uh, you enjoy it has been one of the reasons that we're like, you know what, this is, we're doing this, we're sticking with it. Yeah. Um, And here we are you know, 25 episodes. So yeah. thank you, Josh. For sure. And then our number one, <laughs> number one, top fan, Kristen, Kristen Perry, top fan for five <laughs> months from the, from get-go, the get go, from the first episode, Look Kristen Perry has been right there for us, supporting yes. us, asking a question every single week. I don't know that she's ever missed a week. I don't think so. She always asks us a question and we thank you so much, Kristen. Yes, absolutely. You have been such a huge help in making this podcast what it is. We really, really appreciate it. And we love all of you guys. We're so thankful to, to have you guys be a part of it, to yep. listen to us. It means so much. And even even the, even the you know those of you who may listen uh, even consistently but may not interact as much and yeah. like, oh, yeah. I'm not a you know, top fan. But if you right. listen consistently and you're hearing this and we yeah. may not even know your name, right? right. We appreciate you. Yeah, Anybody that you listens too. and, uh, you know, yeah. we... we it means a lot to us. It really does. So. Well, yeah, and, and you know, we know there's people out there that are listening to us that haven't communicated with us because our 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 listening, our download numbers are higher than what our, oh, yeah. our the people that respond to us are, yeah, right? And sure. so, so we know there there are people out there who probably haven't even told us or talked to us yet that we don't even know that, but that you listen to us weekly, yeah. and that means the world to us. Absolutely. But we do want to get to know you, so yeah, please ask a question, message us, just say hi. Yeah, yeah, just say hi. We would love to. To get to know you, love to know what you think about it, love to hear your guys' ideas. Mm-hmm. We we just thank you guys so much. Yeah, but absolutely. 
Until next time. <laughs> we want to thank everyone so much for the continued support. Please like and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and our Whoa! brand new Instagram page. Yeah. Wee, wee, wee. I don't know what we're going to do with that yet. I think we're going to be just like sharing yeah. some memes and stuff yeah, on there. We're so. gonna, we want to <laughs> share some memes and different things on there. Uh, maybe even a uh, couple pictures every once in a while of, of Braxton's handsome face. I don't oh, know. We'll boy. see. Yeah, I don't but, know um, that, <laughs> but yeah, uh, if you haven't yet, go like us there on Instagram, follow us, and uh, share it with your friends. Um, we're going to be doing some go- cool stuff on there. But anyways, you can follow us on all those places for, for weekly news, polls, discussions, and more. But also follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave a review. Uh, we thank you so much for listening. And please join us next week for episode 26. But until next time, may the Force be with you. And we thank you for joining the Jedi Eternal.